Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode. Oh, Um, I'm sorry, hello. Hello everyone. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, y'all ought to know by now that this is Renee. Oh, this is Doug. This and Doug. this is our podcast, Doug, Doug and Renee, Renee Married, Married Life. Life. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. So glad you joined us again and you're tuning in. That means something that we have said is inspired, encouraged, uplift, motivated, blessed you in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And we hope it was in your marriage as All well. All those things. All of those things. Yeah. So I don't want to go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. So we are still talking about hashtag relationship goals. Yes, or just simply relationship goals. Just simply relationship goals. Yes, and um, I like to start off with a scripture. Is that okay with you, dear? That is okay with me, dear. Okay. <laughs> Genesis two twenty five. Believe it or not, I'm reading this from the NIV version, what? the New International Version. Adam and his wife, that's the first married couple, y'all. Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. I am going to submit to you that this is the Genesis. And for those of you who don't know, Genesis is the first book in the Bible. And that means the beginning. In the beginning was God. In the beginning was God. Yes. Though this is (laughs) the Genesis of relationship goals. Real talk. Can you be, I don't mean just the physical nakedness, taking off all your clothes. In the Bible, it means something in certain um, contexts, it means something different. Mm-hmm. Naked could mean just exposing yourself, your inner self. And can you truly be naked physically, emotionally, spiritually, every area of your life with your spouse? I submit to you that's the genesis of relationship goals. When you said naked and they use you gave all the different adjectives, the 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 one that came to my mind was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Can you be vulnerable to with your spouse, you know, just hey, this is me. This is who I am. You know, these these are the my dreams, my fears, my aspirations, my desires, so on and so forth. And can you can you be that way with your spouse? That's what I, I thought of when, when you said that. And when you said vulnerable, I thought about transparent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you said that word, there's so many things we could think yeah. of. Can they see through you? Mm-hmm. Not just what you want them to see, but then can they see the inner you? What makes you? And to be honest with you and to be transparent, Douglas and I are still growing after 34 years of marriage. I won't say that he can see through me every age and stage of my life because I'm changing. Mm -hmm. So it's still a process where we're continually working on relationship goals because we're continuing to communicate and be open and honest and vulnerable and transparent. That doesn't happen overnight. And it's a journey. People are expecting because social media has put these images in our face of what relationship goals look like, and you think that you can achieve that overnight, 
and boom, you have relationship goals for the rest of your marriage. And that is the furthest from the truth. That is a process, continual process. Yeah, because I forgot, and I forgot the last topic we did. Um, I got my words all mixed up. And you was like, because I've been married to you for a long time, I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. And when you just said that about being transparent, you you knew what I was trying to say, even though I was fumbling my words over here. And I, I wish to God I could remember what the last topic was. The we power talked about. of forgiveness. And power you forgiveness. was using the word unforgiveness oh, yeah, and forgiveness interchangeably. There we go. <laughs> and you was like, because I've been married to you for a long time and I understand how. You, yeah, there you go. Up top. Up All top. Right. That was a high five, y'all, in case y'all didn't see it or hear it. <laughs> I know you didn't see it, but for our studio audience, they saw it. Oh, you see the studio audience? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. It took me a minute. It took yes. me a minute. The studio audience, but, they saw it. Okay, but that's but, but going back to our topic, <laughs> <laughs> can you cry on their shoulder? Women, can you take the weave out? Can you let the mascara run? Can you take the makeup off? Can you take off the facade and the, the, the pretty girl face that you put on during the dating phase? Can you show that ugly cry? You know mm. when you cry and you mm. squinch up your face and tears are rolling down. Snot and bubbles. Snot bubbles oh, and man. slob coming out your mouth. <laughs> and right, you can't catch your breath, you're shaking. Can you do that, y'all? That's relationship goals. But even for men. You know, we we have this perception that we have to always be the strong one. We got to be there. But there are times, I submit to you, there will be times in your marriage where you need to cry on your wife. You yeah. need to lean on your wife because she's your help meet. And how can she help you meet whatever the goal, vision is if you don't share with her? Right. That you're scared. Yeah. That you are having a challenge. And I think for men, because... You carry the weight of having to the responsibility of taking care of the family and to provide. And that was how it was in the beginning. And when you can't and you kind of lose a sense of being that provider, that strong person, you should be able to tell that to your wife. You should be able to. Wife, you need to create a space so that he can tell you that. And keep so it that between the two of you, and so that and you're not you don't ridicule him, you don't put him down or make him feel less of a man because then you have closed that door, and you shut down the opportunity for him to continue to mm-hmm. be continually be transparent and vulnerable yep. and naked and not ashamed. He should be able to come to you and not have any shame in saying, "Babe, I don't have it together." Yeah. I'm 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 scared. This is how I feel, and it you should be a, a a sounding board. You should be able, and this is coming from obviously a male perspective. You should be able to receive what he's saying. Don't judge him. Don't be like, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't think like that. He's coming to you for a reason, and you want him to come. To, you want your husband to come to you for a reason, and so receive what he's saying. You know, don't judge him. Don't uh, crucify him for having his thoughts or his fears because truth be told, you have crazy thoughts and you have crazy fears also, but they're your crazy thoughts and they're your crazy fears. But um, he's coming to you. He's sharing with you. And if you take this opportunity, if you mess up this opportunity, I'm, I'm being perfectly honest with you, 
You, if you mess up this opportunity when your husband is going, is coming to share with you, it may be a while before he comes and shares with you again. Right. And another thing I thought of is you don't want him to confide in somebody else before he can confide in you. That's what I was saying in a nice way. Yeah. <laughs> and I, when I say that I'm talking about another woman yeah, um, or even another man, I think a man is fine if he's your pastor or if he's somebody you're accountable to. But, you know, these days I'm just keeping it 100. I'm keeping it real and I'm keeping it raw. You know, there are people in the down low. You don't want him to confide in a man and a man might be trying to woo your husband. You know, yep. I'm just saying. Um, yep. I, I took it as going to a bar or a club and hanging out with the fellas. That's how I took what you were saying. That too, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all of that. Mm-hmm. You should be his first line of defense. You should be the first person because, again, y'all are on the same team. So you should be that first person he come to. Now, that's not to say he doesn't talk to a counselor, a professional person. Maybe he doesn't know how to talk to you, wife, because you have said things or responded in ways that have made him uncomfortable. And now he's talking to a counselor Mm -hmm. and the counselor is giving him advice on how to have a conversation with you. Yes. But I'm saying at some point in time, you ought to be the first person. He has to be comfortable to come to you. And the same is true for the women. I just think men are quicker to to close that door or put up a wall than women are. But it's the same holds true men, you should be able to go to your wife and your wife should be able to come to you as well Yes, and have a conversation with you first before she's having a conversation with the girlfriends and having a conversation with another man. Relationship goals. We're still talking about relationship goals and relationship goals requires um, communication. It requires, like, think of an iceberg. You see the tip of the iceberg and you just see on the surface what looks cute, but you don't see the work that goes into it. Most people want what relationship goals look like, but they don't want what it feels like. Mm. Babe, I want you to ask me the question, what does it feel like? Babe, what does it feel like? (laughs) (laughs) It feels like hard work. She said hard. I want to emphasize (laughs) hard, laborious work. And that's the part that people don't see with the relationship goals. They see the cutesy, pretty dress and the hair done and the man looking fine with his beard nice and neat and trimmed and the suit and looking good. And they walking together smiling and you don't see the work that they put in to get that. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's relationship goals, y'all. You're going to have to roll up your sleeves, get your hands dirty, and go to work. Did you say iceberg? Was that your term? Yes, an iceberg. You know iceberg. how an iceberg is like you can only see yeah. a certain... Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of stuff going on under the water. You see there's more under the water than there is usually above that you exactly. see. So, oh, okay. All right. Give you another high five. All right. Okay. I'll see you. <laughs> So um, another thing um, we want to touch on is reciprocity, Uh reaping and sowing. Uh You cannot have a true relationship without reciprocity. It's not just about what you can get, but what you can give. Mm. And I think a lot of people go into marriage or at some point in time in their marriage, 
it's all about me, 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 me. What can I get? What can I get? What can I get? But guess what? If you're not planting any seeds in that relationship, if you're not putting in the work, you're not going to get anything out of it that you're mm-hmm. not putting into it yourself or willing to put into it. Amen. Galatians 6 and 7 says it like this, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. You have to be committed to the cause of marriage and not just be in it to see what you get out of it because you're going to reap what you sow. So I challenge you, I challenge you to think about what you are putting into the marriage right now because you're looking at what you're getting, but you're not looking at what you're putting in. What you're getting is what you're putting in. So if you're not putting in enough, you're not getting out enough. You had a question. No, you you kind of you kind of answered my question, but then I got another question because you was like, "What you're not getting out what you put in?" Okay, all right, just like yeah. a bank, you can't make a withdrawal if you don't deposit. Okay, that's right. that's a perfect analogy. I'm following you. You deposit in five dollars, and you go into the bank talk about, "I need five thousand, I need five million, and the bank is laughing at you like. You didn't you didn't put that money in. That uh-huh. money's not in your account. So that's an excellent analogy. You're gonna basically get out of another high five. Babe. High five. You're basically <laughs> gonna get out of it what you put in it. Uh, another scripture is 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. Remember this: whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. You have to give so that you can get. And sometimes the season to receive doesn't happen the next day, just Mm -hmm. like a bank. You put that $5 in, it's not going to yield any interest in one day, in one week, in one month. You took the words right out of my mouth. So you may have to wait on that thing for years Notice I emphasize that. <laughs> Years. Uh, and be patient. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he will strengthen thine heart. So you have to wait on when, God. When you said that, and I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer or Doug Downer. Don't, don't do it then. Don't, don't, don't do like it then. I feel like Lord is telling me to say this. Okay. For those of you out there that are playing house and you, you're trying to... To get the benefits, you'll never get the benefits playing house. If you can't say amen, say ouch. You're, you're, you're trying, well, I, I do this and I do that. Yeah, you're trying to play house. And you try again, you want God's results, but you don't want to do it God's way. So, you know, I'm just telling you, you know, you're playing house, that's what you're going to get. So for all of you out there who like, oh, I do this, I do that, and I do this for my man, and I do this for my boo, and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Well, your boo's not your wife. Your man's not your husband. And that's just the reality of the situation. Uh, Only what you do for Christ will last. And uh, relationships of that sort is not doing it for Christ. It's not doing it Christ's way. You have to be 100% invested in your relationship. And part of being 100% invested is marriage. I'm just pausing for a second. People want the benefits, but they don't want the responsibilities. 
that goes into commitment, which will yield the relationship goals. You want the benefits, but you don't want the responsibilities. Uh And it doesn't work like that. Mm. It only works if you do. Mm. You're doing the wrong things for the right reason. What's your motivation behind your relationship goals? Because you want to post a picture on the gram. You want to tweet about it. You want to show Facebook. You want to get a bunch of likes and follows. That doesn't mean a hill of beans as far as relationship goes. Who cares what people think? People are going to think what they want to think. Yep. People are going to form their own opinion. We, we told you in the last podcast, people would look at us on a day. We were mad at each other and say, y'all so cute. <laughs> we didn't feel cute. We weren't feeling each other. But I'm people, but, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm in, internally, I'm we didn't just feel joking. cute. I always look cute. Yeah, she'll see the look on her face and she got her hands on Yes, I'm going there with the neck and everything. Mm. All right. Okay. Er, Pause, rewind, back it up. All right. Doing the wrong thing for the right reason. You said back it up. Yes. Doing the wrong thing for the right reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And just make sure that you're not just trying to have society's view of a relationship go. Your first important relationship is the one that you have with God. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to make all other relationships work. Your marriage, your relationship with your children, because the Holy Spirit is going to lead God and direct you as an individual, as a person. And that's what makes a relationship go work. How about the relationship with yourself? How how well do you relate to yourself? Mm-hmm. Was that a C-Law moment? That was a C-Law, and I saw you look like you was about to move on, so I'm no, going to let you no, move don't, on. Don't, don't, I don't want to move on, because if, if you want to talk about people relating to themselves and knowing themselves, because I don't see how you can ask somebody else to know you if you don't know you. You know what? I'm going to be transparent. There was a time, um, not too long ago, I dare say a couple of years ago, that I said to Doug, I said, you know what? It's hard for you. It's hard for me to love you when I don't love myself. And that was one of those things, moments where I just was not feeling myself. But the reality of it is, and I've said it before, and I say it to people all the time, and this is my line. If you're going to take it, can you please quote me? Wherever you go, there you are. You cannot get away from you. So if you are unhappy with yourself, there is no way. You can have relationship goals, the good ones, the the godly ones with your spouse, because you can't love them. And I remember sharing that with Doug. I'm like, right now, I'm just in a place where I really need to work on Renee because I'm having a hard time being able to be the wife that he needed to me, me to be. And that's being vulnerable. That's being transparent. That's being open and honest. Like, I'm I'm not feeling me right now. And sometimes you just have to look at in, in the mirror and identify if you are in a good place with yourself because you can't be in a good place with somebody else if you're not having a good relationship with yourself, if you're not happy with the person you are. And just to um, piggyback on what you were saying, when you told me that, I didn't go tell somebody else. I kept that within me, within, you know, the two of us, our circle, you know, the two of us, and just prayed for you. 
And I, you know, I didn't go and dug. I don't think I went and dug fix it mode. You know, I don't think I did. But I was just, no. all I can do is pray for you because there's some, I've come to realize that there are some things I cannot fix. And I've come to realize that as well. Yeah. But I, I think just being honest with you and communicating that with you instead mm-hmm. of holding it in, let you know, and you could correct me if I'm wrong right here on, on live on podcast, um, that it helped you to realize however I was treating you or however I was acting, not to take it personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think when we don't express ourselves and be vulnerable and open to our spouse, it leaves so many, so much room for the enemy to come in and place thoughts in your spouse's head that aren't true. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe maybe they having an affair, or maybe they not attracted to me anymore, or maybe you know I did something wrong. You know, just a whole bunch of lies, and that's why it's so good to expose yourself because then everything is out in the open and everything can be brought to light. Mm -hmm. And because we're in it for the long haul, those thoughts, you know, um, divorce, affairs, that, that, that never even came across my mind. It was like, okay, you know, this is just a season, however long it's going to be that you have to go through. And since you're going through it, we're going through it. Mm -hmm. Menopause, (laughs) y'all. Trying to help somebody out who who's a man Since, whose wife might be going through the change of life. Since you're going through it, we're going through it. And sometimes we don't think about that when it comes to relationship goals. It's like if your spouse is going through something, you're going through something. If you really truly love your spouse, you know, in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form, you know, just like you put your event on uh, yesterday. And so to all the meetings and everything that was going on, I had to give you space because you had a lot on your plate with school, event, your mother, grandmother, wife, everything going Entrepreneur, on. Entrepreneur, business Entre- owner. Yeah, all those <laughs> things, you wear a lot of different hats. And so I'm like, I'm not going to press you about something. I see you in your office, you know, on the computer doing this, that, and the other. You know, I mess with you because that's what I do. Yes, he does, y'all. Wow. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 I was just co-signing with you. Well, I forgot what I was going to say. Relationship goals. When you see your spouse or if your spouse is going through something, then you you are going through it with them. And so even for the single people, maybe that's why you're still single at this point is because God is preparing you for whoever it is, you know, if you decide or if God brings somebody in your life to be married He's preparing you for whenever your spouse goes through something, you'll be stable enough to go through it with them and not take it personally and not be, you know, all objective and subjective and, you know, um, just critical. That's the word I was looking mm -hmm. for. Critical of them. You'll you'll be more compassionate to what they're going through. Oh, I see. I I got you, Naski. When you when you was when you were saying that, I was thinking or I was hearing in my spirit, somebody saying, I don't need to, I don't need to deal with that. Mm. But you do. Relationship goals. And, or I didn't sign up for this, but you did. Relationship goals. Or I'm not going to deal with this. You, you got to deal with that. 
Relationship goals. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I'm thinking the person's just going to bail. You know, just going to walk out. But No, um, you can't. That's what love is. It's unconditional. You can't say, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the good, but I'm not going to take the bad. That's one of the vows. Mm-hmm. Relationship goals. Yeah. One of the vows is um, in good and bad and sickness and health. Yeah. And you, I'm, you were talking yesterday about, I don't know if you said it, you said it about eating right, protein and all this other stuff. Protein, fats, and carbs. Yeah. You can't just have, and it, this is for me, people like me who just want to eat sweets and things like that. You can't just eat sweets all day. You got to have vegetables. Even though I'm not a vegetable person, you got to have vegetables. You got to have protein. <laughs> you got to eat these things. You got to have baked food, baked fish, baked chicken. I know you, you're you the queen of baked food for me, and I get it. You you want me to live a long, healthy life. I get it. Absolutely. I, I get we, it. We're on the same team. But but there are times where I don't want baked fish. I don't want to eat broccoli. And and he and he usually lets me know. Yeah, but I still he don't, eat he it. Don't, you don't say it exactly <laughs> or directly like that. You're like, oh, fish again. Oh, baked yeah. chicken. <laughs> but to the person who doesn't want to go through anything, you know, you, you got to take it all. It's, this is not a buffet where you just take this, take that. You got to take it all. Pick all the stuff that tastes good yeah. and not the stuff that's good for you. Exactly. You know, it's, it's healthy for you. It may not feel good for you or to you, but it's healthy for you. And, and it doesn't feel good at the moment. Yeah. But when you overcome it, when you get through it, that's something y'all can look back and say, oh, wow, we, we overcame that hurdle. We got through X, Y, Z, and you can look. It makes you better as a team. It mm-hmm. makes you stronger. And then when other things, because there will be other things, comes your way, you can look back in your archives and say, we went through this, we got through it, we went through this, we got through it, we, went, we can get through this too. Yeah, exactly. And it gives you that testimony that gives you the strength to stand on, to go through each and everything that you're going to go through, the good, the bad, the ugly. That is Relationship Goals. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.